Welcome to the Catering Feed, the Catering Growth Podcast, a show about growing your catering business and restaurant industry trends, powered by Easy Cater. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Catering Feed. This is your host, Genevieve Babineau, and we've got a really great episode for you today. I have Bonnie Sussman-Strominger here with us today. She's the CEO and founder of Colids. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? How are you? Thanks for having me. We really wanted to dig into a conversation today about not just packaging, but how does it impact the true customer experience and really encouraging leaders to think about that customer journey when they're engaging with their packaging. So we are so delighted that you're here to join us. It's such a pleasure to be here with you guys. You're a true entrepreneur and you have 20 plus years in product development and consumer marketing and sales. And so we're really excited for you to share your insight on these key trends and customer experience with packaging. But first, I would love for you to share with the audience a little bit about your own business and how GoLids is really impacting the industry. Sure. Thank you. Uh, Well, we started back seven years ago, but the concepts actually came to me back in uh, the 90s. I was on a bad date at a movie theater. I had popcorn and candy and soda, and I was carrying everything. And long story short, I got into the theater, tripped over a man's knee. Everything went over. People were very upset. I was very upset. I was glued to the floor. And I just sat there thinking the entire time, this is outdated. And that was it. I left the theater. I went on with my life. I got into the corporate world. You know, I didn't really get in the mindset of executing on this until the smartphone came out, that's when you started to really see that everyone was down a hand and that grab and go became so unbelievably inconvenient. So we saw a huge opportunity to innovate on a standard lid. I hear you saying a few words repeatedly. One is disruption and the other one is convenience. And we've seen a lot of these industries go through some major evolutions recently, whether it's the hotel industry, travel industry, the you know bookstore industry, right? And a lot of it comes down to convenience. So, you know, how do you think consumers are creating a similar shift in the food service industry? I mean, you're right about that. Every industry is being driven by lifestyle convenience. It's what's moved us all forward. And if you look industry to industry, there's no sign of it slowing down. As far as the consumer shift in the food service space, you know, everything is more hectic. Lives have gotten crazier and busier and the demands. And so when you look at grab and go and you look at food service, the notion of someone coming in with two free hands is now rather uncommon. Doing more business on your phone than usually you are now from the laptop. You know, we're all multitasking. And so the number one way to tap into consumer needs is to meet them where they need the convenience. But the question, the big question that we sit and talk about daily at GoLids, what goes on beyond those four walls? When they walk out, what is that brand experience like? How have you created something that eases their life, their day, that they are going to remember? You know, you see that grab and go, ease of food service, need for convenience truly on the rise in correlation with this technology dependence. And so how are restaurants and food service providers adapting to that and kind of trying as best as they can to get ahead of what the consumer needs going to be? You know what? I think I think packaging has not been a big focus. It's it's always been placed someone on the side. You know, digital tech, innovation, that's at the forefront. 
But it's seeing the whole life cycle of innovation through. On the packaging side is having that brand emerge as a, a full life cycle experience. You know, the tech, the digital aspect of it, that's going to come into play before and during the purchase. But once that ends, that's been completed. And now what's left of it? That's where the packaging comes in. That's where these brands are now starting to dig in and figure out how convenient can we make this? Where it's efficient for us, where there's maybe an increase in check average. The thing about packaging, though, it, it's it's really funny how you're saying it. it. It's kind of an afterthought for a lot of people, and we do hear that from a lot of partners, but it also plays such a crucial role that when you're taking food off the premises and you're suddenly thinking about how can I maintain this food integrity, how can I have something that's going to still speak for my brand and market my brand and you know really wow that guest, guests have a very low expectation for what packaging is going to do. I think most of the time they're waiting for it to fail them. So when they do have that opportunity to engage with a brand who is invested in packaging that is thoughtful, that is intentional, that actually solves for some major problem, the guest has this ability to let go of the stress that they're regularly inconvenienced. And actually, it's a really fascinating way to differentiate yourself as a brand. It is truly a fantastic way, and I couldn't agree with you more. When you do something that your customer is not expecting, you know, if you go to this coffee brand every day, you're not expecting anything to be different than you expected last week or last month. Now they've done something that is catered to your lifestyle. So it's really not about what's working for the brand, what they want it to be. It really has to be what do their guests want? What does the customer need? And so when you stand out as a brand, you make that connection, that's brand loyalty. You get to talk to a lot of really major brands. And and one of the things I love about what you're saying is I think operators and leaders in the off-premises space have so many things to worry about. They're thinking about delivery. They're thinking about SKU numbers and physical capacity and where am I going to store all of this and sustainability and cost. I mean, there are so many things on the restaurant or food service side of things to stress about, but I really hear you strongly urging them to say, take that time to take a step back and solve for the consumer needs. Because all of those other things are absolutely crucial as well. But if you're not at the end of the day truly solving something for the consumer, then you're going to miss the mark. Pretty much, yes. And look, it's fully understandable. The integrity of your food, you know, food and beverage, it's all primary, obviously. If your product is not up to snuff, then none of it matters. But now that that's solidified, what surrounds that? Okay, so how do we make it more convenient? They can go on the app skip the line, pick it up. That's a great experience. But that experience is now ending at that fourth wall before they walk out the door. And it continues into the street, into the car, into the office. Down the the, subway. Everywhere you go, (laughs) that brand experience continues. That whole life cycle goes on until that cup goes in the garbage. And it still goes on even when it goes in the garbage because you're going to most likely tell someone about it. In an effort to try to capture that customer for life, what are some of the key trends that leaders need to be thinking about in the packaging space in the next, whether it's six months or three to five years? A lot of elements. Obviously, a key factor is functionality, the utility. Long gone are the days of just getting something and struggling 
to get it open or having to use a scissor or a tearing or ripping. People expect their products, no matter whether they're fresh food or it's packaged, people are expecting it to be grade A, first class product. And anything that disappoints is a ding against the brand because it doesn't stand up. They have to be looking at graphics, uh, the image of the product, how it even looks on the shelf or how it feels when they take it. What, what's the feeling in the hand? I mean, these are the little particulars that we sit and obsess over at our company. But these are the things that consumers notice and I notice them. If I get a package and it's sharp or something sticking me in my hand, I will look at the cup. I will look to see what is, what, what just cut me. I, you see this? I have a cut on my hand. This is from a package that I got a couple days ago. And it just had something sharp sticking up. And it, and it kind of nicked me. Am I never going to go back to that brand? Of course not. I love that brand. I will go back, but it's still in my head. It's still a memorable moment to me saying that didn't need to happen. All this focus around so much technology, how come this wasn't one of the points? I think brands are also thinking about, you know, where do they invest right now? Marketing used to be a little more straightforward. You used to have people just pounding the pavement or handing out bounce backs, or you'd put up a billboard or take out an ad in a magazine. And marketing in this world is now a far more complex conversation. And so one of the things that I think packaging can be really useful for, we hear our partners talk about this all the time, branding. You know, you have this branding component that you could be walking around New York City for how long holding that takeout before you actually get back to your office or that catering bag is going how many blocks until it gets to its destination. And So now suddenly, not only are you thinking about a digital investment, but out in the real world, you've got your logo out living and thriving or struggling. For me, the marketing, I don't think there's one brand out there right now that is not working on organic content social media that's where that's where the fire is everybody wants to put something up something relevant now i'm not going to go put up a picture of a box with a sandwich i don't see anyone liking it i don't think it would be relevant content if you put something that is edgy and forward thinking and innovative and kind of a directive of where that brand is headed then you then you've created a buzzworthy movement that is going to be shared, going to be liked repetitively. Naturally, though, when you want a leader to make that leap to truly invest in something like a packaging strategy, clearly you have to show them, like, where's the money? Where's that ROI? So what are some of the things that you're encouraging leaders to consider as they're looking for the right packaging solution? It's a great question. As a CEO, you need to be looking at profitability constantly. And you need to be looking at profitability in every sector. So when it comes to packaging, yes, it is typically seen as a, an expense. I don't want to call it a sunk cost. It's a cost of doing business. For us, where I am trying to coach leaders and push them into a more profitable space with what packaging can do, even though it's never really been done, is show them that a package can be way more than just a commodity. What if you could have a package that could not only generate revenue by upselling? So you're taking some of the guesswork out of the choices maybe on the menu, but you're also offering convenience. You're making it easier for them to say yes 
In turn, that package now delivers an ROI. So what we know and what I'm trying to impress upon the leaders we're meeting with is the package itself can be the catalyst that creates the bump on the bottom line. There are options in the market, like us, that can offer you this opportunity to not only increase your bottom line, but efficiency and even speed. You're knocking out other packages in the process as well. You know, for Golid specifically, you're getting rid of a burger holder, a fry holder. You're getting rid of a bag. So there are other things you're knocking out in the process. And then if you look at what's my spend and what's the ROI, what am I getting back financially? And what am I getting back from the brand? What kind of loyalty have I, have I created by offering this product? And if you look at brand loyalty that way, it is also ROI. Because if that customer is continuously coming back to that brand and choosing you over another brand down the road, that's also ROI on a package. We hear a lot of leaders thinking about their P&L for off-premises and how are they justifying that ROI. And, and, and you know when you're able to shift packaging from just being a cost of goods and instead see that the packaging itself is creating incremental value, whether it's incremental traffic or whether in that just very moment that person is choosing the upsell, they're going for a bundle, they're choosing something that they might not otherwise have spent their money on just because the innovation around the packaging is a far easier conversation to justify the investment if you see that the packaging itself is driving more value. So I love that you're talking that even someone who owns the food space and maybe they're a burger bar or they're a taco, a taco restaurant, how do they pull in Bevitach? We all know what a crucial opportunity is when even if you get one more beverage sold an hour, what that could do for your sales. Packaging is such a crucial component of that. So we're so grateful that you were here today to share your strategy and insight and advice for these leaders. So thank you so much, Bonnie. Thanks for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed hearing our episode today, you are going to love our Catering Growth Conference, Cater Up. Join us in San Diego, April 22nd to 24th to learn from experts and connect with your peers in the catering industry. Go to caterup2020.com to register. Thanks for listening to the Catering Feed, powered by Easy Cater.